Hi, I'm TJ Thomas, and this is Therapy Thursday, a weekly collection of easy, approachable, bite-sized tips to help your mental wellness journey. As a clinical therapist, I've spent thousands of hours working with clients, and now I want to bring the therapy love to all of you. Let's go. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Therapy Thursday. I'm TJ Thomas. Today, we're going to be talking about communication skills. Uh, now, where I work, I do this kind of stuff a lot. So today, we're going to be talking about a communication skill that I have found really helpful for both myself and my personal life and a lot of my clients. It's a really simple acronym that you can use to have these conversations. It might be difficult where maybe you have to confront something about something that happened in the past or you're having just one of those conversations that you're not quite sure how it'll go. Now, this, of course, isn't a guarantee. There's no such thing as a guarantee when it comes to interacting with people. But basically what this lets you do is it lowers and minimizes the chances that the other person will become defensive. When someone becomes defensive in a conversation, the conversation is over. It's very, very hard to talk to someone, especially about a sensitive issue, if they're feeling defensive about it. So what this technique will let you do is will let you lower the chances of them being defensive by making sure that you're not coming from a place that can come off as attacking. So the acronym for this is DEEDS. D-E-E-D-S, five steps, and we're gonna step you through each one. The first D is describing the event. Now this is like if you were in a court of law, you are describing the event with no feelings, no emotions, just the facts. Like what is provable, right? The second E is sharing your emotions about the event. After you've shared the facts about it, just clearly what happened, then you share how you feel and you use I feel statements. Now, an important caveat here is you don't say you made me feel, because that's not, that's not possible. No one can make you feel anything. You choose your feelings. So the second E is for empathizing. This is where you share that you're seeing it from their point of view. You're giving them the benefit of the doubt. That you're trying to trust that they have the, your best interest at heart, even if it might not have come across to you that way. Now the fourth step, the second D, is your desires. What would you like to see come out of this situation? What would you like to change in the future? What are your desires for moving forward with you and this other person in this relationship? And the S is the solution. What will those desires create in your relationship? Now these can be both positive and negative, but it's important that these aren't like ultimatums or threats. This is just what's going to happen if those desires are met. So let's describe this using kind of an age old example of a man making a comment that a woman takes as an insult against her weight, right? Let's say the man said something like, yeah, you should probably go to the gym more, right? Like bad idea, but let's say that it happened. So describing the situation would just be the woman saying, the other day or yesterday or whenever it was when you said that I should go to the gym more. That, those are the facts. You're just describing the facts of the situation. You're not mind reading. You're not putting thoughts or words in their mouths that are in their heads, right? You're not saying yesterday when you called me fat, it's just when you said that I should go to the gym more. Factual. Emotions. I felt like you were calling me fat or I felt attacked or unloved or whatever it is that you felt. And you just say, I felt. You don't say, you were doing this, or this is what you meant. You just say, I felt like you meant that I'm not attractive anymore, or something like that. Then you empathize, right? This is where even if you don't believe it, you try to see it from their point of view. You try to give them what they might have meant. I know that you love me, and I know that you didn't mean to hurt my feelings. Something like that, right? Or I know that you love me, and you're concerned about my health. You try to see it from their side and give them that point of view. So again, it lowers the chances of them feeling like they're being attacked and it lowers the chances of them becoming defensive. Then you have your desires. I would like in the future for you to not make comments about my weight. 
something like that. This is just stating your desires about what you would like to happen in the future that can help to fix this situation. Then the solution. This is what's gonna happen with those desires, right? So the solution is, and if you cannot make comments about my weight, I'll feel more confident about myself and I won't feel like I have to shut down or become defensive and I'll be able to be more open and honest with you. But if you do make comments about my weight, I'm gonna feel hurt and I might retract and I might withdraw from the relationship because I'll feel hurt. Now, if you use these steps to describe, share your emotions, empathize, give your desires, and share the solution, this really lowers the chances of someone feeling attacked or threatened or that they have to get defensive. It's really coming from a place of openness and honesty and vulnerability, sharing what happened, how you felt about it, and what you'd like to see moving forward. This can be with a friend, a family member, a coworker, a child, whoever. It's important to remember though that this is just the way to start the conversation. This is not the end of the conversation. You don't just give this monologue and then you're done and you walk away. This opens it up. Likely what will happen after this, hopefully, is that the other person will come to you and say, wow, I didn't realize that I made you feel that way, I am sorry. Because I genuinely believe that for the vast majority of the time, people are not going out of their way to hurt people or insult them or to be mean or cruel. Like 99.9% .9 of the time, people don't mean to go out of their way to be rude to someone. They just didn't think through what they said or they didn't, didn't realize what they were saying or doing was hurtful. So this is a really good way to open up those communications and get talking about something that might otherwise be difficult. Let me know how it goes for you. Send me a message if you're using this in your life or any of the other tips that we've sent me out. I would love to hear from you guys to see if these are useful. And again, as always, if you have a question or a concern or something that you'd like to see addressed on Therapy Thursday, please send me a message. I'm so, so open and love getting your guys' input about what I can help you with. Thank you very much. This has been a great Therapy Thursday, and I look forward to seeing you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Please remember that this podcast is for educational purposes only. It is not therapy and should not replace treatment by a licensed mental health care professional. For more therapy tips, follow me on Instagram at TJCounseling. Thanks.